Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start with Friday night's action as Newcastle United drew with Leeds United. Here's all the best reaction on TalkSport. Second half, really, uh, never really got going. And in terms of the uh, result, well, it doesn't really do much. Well, it doesn't do anything for both sides, really. Uh, both sides still looking for their first win in the Premier League. Leeds 16th on three points. Newcastle 18th on two points. Finished at St James's Park. All square. Newcastle 1. Leeds United 1. Not easy at the moment, for obvious reasons. So, um, But they stuck at it. Absolutely ran themselves into the standstill. And uh, give us everything that they could. I felt that he'd done really well last season. Yeah. After he was getting a lot of stick at the start of it. I feel that he should have probably left while he was on a high. Steve Bruce? Yeah. I think he should have left at the end of the season. Mm. I, I don't think he's ever going to please the fans over there for just the way he is or the style of football that he plays. He's never going to please the fans. So I thought while he was on a high, he should have left in that moment. I just don't know what the next step is. I look at it this season and so what if he keeps us up? What happens next? When you actually assess everything, when you, when you look at everything at Newcastle from behind the scenes, from the boardroom, from what he has been given, what he's been supplied and what he's actually doing, I actually think the geezer's doing a decent job. Now, people might come at me and, get, and give me a little bit, you'll, bit you'll of a boost for that. You'll get a bit of a Yeah, but I think he's doing a decent job. I don't know what the expectation is from, from Newcastle fans. It's not 1996 anymore. He's like that horrible cough. He might be just a symptom of a wider problem. He's he a problem in himself. I'm happy for him because he's stuck in there. He's, he's got a point on the table. Look, Steve Bruce is Steve Bruce. He's, he is what he is. He's got under his contract. He ain't leaving anytime soon. Mm. So I think the Newcastle fans just got to cut him some slack. I thought we had the better chances. They had a few, but um, uh, we had a chance. But I have to say it could have went either way. Yeah, we're gutted not to win the game. I think we've created enough chances to, to win the game. And on another day, they go in, but just need to... Players with that bit of conviction and get your foot behind it, put the keeper in the back of the net, and we didn't have that tonight. And we've got breaking news on TalkSport. Talk sport. Breaking news. It seems, as we mentioned earlier on, uh, Derby County that we're facing administration. The EFL have confirmed that Derby will face a 12-point deduction. This raises an immediate question. At the moment, Derby County are in negotiations with the EFL about a points deduction that is likely to be ratified by the EFL for financial fair play issues. Nothing to do with administration, but it's a separate incident. And that, we were led to believe you may have 
heard stories today about a potential nine-point deduction. Now, when it comes to appointing administrators, that's a standard 12-point deduction right there. So the question to ask, Madge, is does this mean that those two points deductions are tallied together and therefore Derby County lose 21 points? Wow. Or is there some deal being done that means that the points deduction for administration is, you know, it's on the statute book at minus 12, but the other nine points are are somehow, I don't know. And now this rears its head, so it's a complete mess. Now, today is, of course, game day across the TalkSport network as we bring you another three live and exclusive Premier League commentaries. And now we're ready to go. Game day returns to your radio and it's bigger and bolder than ever before. And Wolves lead by two goals to nil. Thunderous first-time volley. Tariq Foster with the cross. Ivan Tony drives Brentford ahead. I'm feeling we are extremely difficult to beat. We are growing into it. 3-0 to Liverpool. Unstoppable shot by Mo Salah. This team has so much still to deliver and to improve. Two for Edward, three for Crystal Palace. They are in heaven. It is a fantastic football club. Uh, There's some really good people around me and that make uh, my job more easy, I would say. Watkins gets a touch, El Ghazi far post. And almost immediately, Aston Villa are straight back in front. Everton join Manchester United, Chelsea and Liverpool on 10 points now at the top of the Premier League. Now it's just the beginning, so we have to keep going. If we can improve every player 5%, the team will be much better. And it's only on Talk Sport. From half past 12 on TalkSport, you can hear Wolverhampton Wanderers against Brentford before Liverpool host Crystal Palace at 3pm over on TalkSport 2. Then it's back to TalkSport at half past five. I hope you're making notes as Everton travel to Aston Villa. Now, Man City manager Pep Guardiola Guardiola has refused to apologise for asking more people to come to today's game with Southampton. Just over 38,000 fans saw their Champions League win over RB Leipzig in midweek. But Pep wants to see a bigger attendance at the Etihad, Etihad this afternoon. Shortly, we'll hear from former City winger Trevor Sinclair and Jamie Jackson, who was on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time. But first up, here's Pep. I like to play in Etihad Stadium with my fans. All I said, and happy, I was incredible tough game against Leipzig. I was incredibly happy. It was exhausted. I saw that my team in the locker room, how difficult. And I thought in that moment... In that moment, I was thinking of Southampton. It was three days. And I said, come, guys. Come to join us. Come to do it together. Come there to, to try to beat the team of Ralph because I know how difficult it will be. Kevin Parker, the general secretary for Manchester City, the official supporters club, has, has come out. In fact, we asked Kevin to come on, and he was going to come on, but then he declined at the last moment. He's given us this quote to use on air. It says, I had my say yesterday and this morning. Peppers responded, to say his words were misinterpreted, and I'm happy to accept that. I'd previously suggested this may be the case. The most important thing now, of course, rightly so, is tomorrow's game. Let's get more on it. We can say hello and good afternoon to the Guardian's Manchester correspondent, Jamie Jackson. I just read it as, there was people here tonight, yeah, let's get some more people here on Saturday. I didn't even include it in a match report, but what has given it legs is obviously Kevin Parker sort of basically said, well, not basically saying to him, stick to coaching like don't misunderstand or don't put some words in my mouth I didn't say it that would I don't like it and it's a big big problem for the fans and never will be a problem for my fans never ever if I'm a problem with fans I will make a step aside it's not a problem for me you know it's a bit of a storm in a teacup mm. really 
fair play to Pep for, um, I won't say having a pop back, but, you know, sort of defending himself quite uh, stridently and, you know, he sort of went into quite detail, as, as your clip there indicated. It's kind of, it's gone in the faces of the fans, the loyal fans, because they go into work on a, on a Thursday morning after seeing that interview and it's banter, isn't it? You know, the MTR, they're going to have to take a little bit of stick from opposing fans. And actually, with the performance and the result that Manchester United had, it's, it's the perfect uh, way to deflect their performance and result and, and have a go at Manchester City for uh, 70% stadium full. Really? So, just, I, think, I think it's a growing club, though, isn't it, Man City? Just amazed at the headlines that Pep got for asking fans to come to a game. It's a little bit a little bit strange to, to see, to be honest. It was reported on other platforms that he was pleading. He wasn't. He was making an observation. He's used to playing... Football inside of four stadiums at Bayern Munich and at Barcelona. For me, it's a classic football story. A bit of fun. Yeah, maybe if you're a City fan, a certain kind of City fan, or you know, people at the club, you think, oh, well, it's not, not great. But it's you know, a bit tongue-in-cheek, really, mm. all of it. There's nothing wrong with asking fans to come and, and watch your team play if, if the stadium's not full. I don't think there is. I'm making mistakes. I'm here to say, guys, I'm sorry. Apologise. But in that case... I will not apologise for one second what I said. Now Liverpool host Crystal Palace as part of game day with live and exclusive commentary over on TalkSport 2. Shortly we'll hear from the former Liverpool forward Luis Garcia, but here's the manager, Jürgen Kloppikop, who says he's not worried about Mohamed Salah's contract situation with just under two years left on the current deal. Headed out of harm's way as far as Salah! 3-0 to Liverpool! Unstoppable shot by Mo Salah. There is nothing really to say about, um, and especially not for me, I'm not involved. Um, so, no. And it's um, the only thing I'm really interested in, um, how, how Mo looks, how, how sharp he is, how committed he is in a moment. And that's that's um, absolutely spot on. It's really good. And um, that's everything. It's not a real thing. Luis Garcia, he drinks sangria. He came from Barca to Liverpool. He's five foot seven. He's football heaven, so please don't take a Luis away. <laughs> well done. He's a, an amazing, amazing player. And he's even getting better and better because now he doesn't waste in some runs, long runs, dribbling the ball, trying to beat players one by one. He's getting, he learned that um, to be more effective around the, the boxes when you combine, you get the ball and with the talent he's got on that left foot, he can be uh, vital and key for Liverpool. So, I expect even more goals this season because he's becoming more clinical when he's uh, inside the box. Square to Edward with another chance and another goal for Hudson Edward. Two for Edward, three for Crystal Palace. They are in heaven. I always said it's incredible how how, how strong they are up front um, with all the players they have. Um, now Edward um, came in, scored twice. It's Austin Edward's first touch. His second touch is Goldwood. It's in. What a debut. Austin Edward has scored for Crystal Palace in no time at all. They will come with more confidence, I think, from this victory. It was a really important game against a good side and uh, it shows how the level is in the Premier League this season. Of course going to Anfield is going to be um, really challenging. Uh, there is no fear, there is just uh, excitement uh, for us to play uh, against um, one of the best sides in Europe. Back now to Trevor Sinclair who believes West Ham have the best midfield in the Premier League. He didn't say that did he? and says they're one of the favourites to win the Europa League this season. Yeah, OK, I can see that. 
Shortly, we'll hear from Ray Parler, Darren Ben, and old Moni Moni himself, Simon Jordan. But first up, here's the former Hammers winger speaking on TalkSport Breakfast. Rice and Suchek would walk into the Manchester United team. I don't think the two holding midfielders or the three holding midfielders would walk into the West Ham team. I think they're probably as good as you're going to get in the Premier League at the moment. Suchek brings his unique running power. And then Rice with his composure and his ability to run, run games off at the back. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. And the shape and the, you know, the, just the, the chemistry all over the pitch. Everyone looks like they're enjoying playing for David in his coaching. There goes the full-time whistle. It's a dream start to West Ham's Europa League adventure. I'm really excited by the prospect of, in slightly not knowing how, how good they can be, the challenges will come. My target is to make sure that we've got European football after Christmas time. He's not just in, not just pleased to be in Europe. He's building a team to be in Europe. He's on full throttle. He sees West Ham as a project that has a huge opportunity in it and he's going to drag it kicking and screaming, which means the owners are going to be hanging on to his coattails rather than the other way around. I think it was a performance that really reflects the personality of the manager. Really diligent, hard-working, but uh, for a team that's not been a part of Europe for some 15 years, he slotted back very, very well last night. I was immensely impressed. His stock is very high at the moment. I'm so pleased that he can stay at West Ham and try and develop the team because it's a good young squad. I think he's uh, it was really going places. Here's Declan Rice into the penalty area for West Ham through the legs of the goalkeeper, Livakovic, and West Ham double their lead. Declan Rice marks his 100 and 50th appearance for the club in style. You mustn't forget he's still 22 years old and uh, and a young boy with a big future and a big career ahead of him. So, step at a time, but he's doing doing really well for us. I mean, you look at what he did with Everton and how much they've struggled to do that since he left with various managers that have come in. Rafa's there, we know, and Ancelotti got nowhere near what David Moyes did. I know Moyes was there for a long, long time. Yeah. I just wonder, when you look at what he has done at West Ham with the, I was going to say limited funds, he's got no funds practically, they just don't give him any money to spend. They haven't got great depth in that squad either. They go away from home in Europe, they get a fantastic win, 2-0 against Dynamo Zagreb. I, I think David Moyes deserves a massive pat on the back. I remember last season, there was talk as to who should get manager of the year. That discussion always happens when a manager that's not fancy to do well lifts his team up higher than is expected. Yeah. I think debut... I, th- I don't know if he's appreciated as much as he should be, is he? For whatever reason, at West Ham, first time around and this time around, it just seems to fit. Mm. The players love playing for him. He seems to get the best out of players. And every kind of tactical decision he seems to make, he seems to get it right as well. So you'd have to say he deserves a massive pat on the back. When David Moyes says he wants to go deep into the draw, I think he feels, Matt Holland, that his team have the quality... To back that up, we've got to try and continue the level we've been at, and we're at a good level. The players, the players, are in a good place here. Can West Ham win the Europa League? I think they can. Why not? I think they can as the well. Only thing, the only thing about West Ham, I'm a little bit, is the size of the squad. Yeah. If something happens to Antonio, or even something happens to Declan Rice, you go. Oof. Yeah, I agree. You have to look at the Europa now, and until the Champions League gets sorted out, and a few teams come down from that tournament into the Europa League, you would have to say West Ham are one of the favourites for that tournament. And we end today's show in the Championship as Nottingham Forest prepare for life after Chris Hewton when they travel to Huddersfield. Shortly we'll hear from the Forest legend Gary Bertles, who was on the EFL show on TalkSport 2. But first, here's the interim boss, Stephen Reid, who's tipped Hewton to bounce back from the second. It's finished, Nottingham Forest nil, Middlesbrough 2. Chris Hewton may have moved a step closer to the sack. After a sixth defeat in seven matches this season, his Forest side remain rock bottom with just a single point. As we know, it's a results business, and 
unfortunately, it's been it's been one of those that over the period of time that you know the the manager was at the club, it's just not quite worked out results wise how he wanted it to. I think the problem is you, you look at the overall pictures, five points out of the last thirty nine. It's not just a season, and that that those stats are quite damning. And uh, worst starts uh, for 108 years. Mm. So when you put it into perspective like that, you, you see how bad things are. I, I just think at the moment the club is a little bit in limbo. And it's going to be difficult for anybody who comes in now to try and move the club forward. It's all about another abject result for Hewton and Forrest. Full-time, Forrest nil, Borough 2. He'd be ready to bounce back, there's no no doubt about that. And obviously seeing him work and how and how he does work be under no illusions that he'd be, he'd be ready to bounce back and, and get stuck in as soon as possible. I don't see where the next goal's coming from or the next win at the moment. Uh, that, that's the worry for me. Um, so whoever comes in has got a massive job. So that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on Talks About wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, don't forget to press that subscribe button. And a reminder, we will bring you three live exclusive Premier League commentaries today across the TalkSport network, starting with Wolverhampton Wanderers against Brentford from half past 12. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. And, of course, we'll be looking back at Saturday's Premier League action. But until then, thanks for listening. Have a good one. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.